We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I thought we were going to get a little bit of the verse, Bradley. Just the chorus. You're weird. Go on. Rude. Okay, question for Have you. you. Met me? Yes. Question for you. Answer. There's a stranger at the door. Mm-hmm. They've rung your doorbell. They've knocked on the door. Hey! I know you're in there. What do you do? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on the MyTalk app. Make sure you download that registered. And entering yourself by listening every day. Every weekday we give away $107 during the month of Abby July. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so here's the deal. We kind of touched on this the other day, and we realized that, Bradley, you and I have a very, very mm-hmm. different reaction yep. to somebody at the door. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds weird. You think that there's like some weird punchline to the story? There's a stranger at your door, they knock or they ring the doorbell. What do you do? Well, you know, and actually, we can tell each other or we can tell the audience what uh, both of us would do because it's opposite. But can I just reference a, a, a tweet that upon hearing that we were talking about this, a uh-huh. listener sent in? Yeah. She said, that question is so Minnesota. She says, and this is Junia, she says, um, I size them up visually and try to figure out what they're there for, delivery, sales, etc. Based on that, I answer the door and see who they're there and what they want. That sounds like a very appropriate response, yeah. right? In fact, it's probably very much like your response. Yeah, except for my response is you just answer the door, period. Because you can't not answer the door. If you're there, then they know you're there. And if you're not answering the door, they're like, that's a rude person. And you don't want to be a rude person. Okay, so you well, just I got answer news for the you. door. People already know you're rude. So let that go. Okay. Or you're going to be right. You're like everyone else. The correct answer is when the someone <laughs> rings your door, don't answer it. Ever? Ever. You never answer no, the door. No, that's not true. If you're expecting someone, you answer the door. If you're not expecting someone, you don't answer the door. Why? Why? In the year 2018, it's much like the telephone. 90% of the people calling me want what? Not me. Your money. They want my money. And so nine times out of 10 in 2018, if somebody wants something from you at your door. Hey, you in there? They want your money. And guess what? I'm so excited that people still go out in the world and ask people for money when they're not expecting it. But there are so many other more efficient ways to get your word out and get your message out that you don't need to go door to door. So if somebody's going door to door, I usually assume that they're just out to take me for a ride. And I don't mean around the block. (laughs) 
in a fancy car. 651-641. No wow. 1071-651-641-1071. What do you do when there's a stranger at the door? I just don't, and you know, I just don't answer. So you're saying you so, always yes, answer? Yes, always. Well, for, and there's more, re- there's, I got more behind that. Um, and I will tell you one time I did not feel like answering the door. It was before my twins. Well, no, it was before my twins were born. Um, and so I just had Ollie, who's now 11 years old, but he probably was like one. And I swear to you, we ran down to the basement. And I made him hide with me. Okay. What are you afraid of? They're going to break in and kill you? No, I just didn't want to seem rude because I was there and like in the Who house. Who cares? And then I realized like we've got windows everywhere you're so they mean- can see us like swimming around in there and I'm just not answering the door. You're rude to me on a regular basis. You don't care. Yeah, but I know you. Oh, well, that tells I me a lot. I save up my rude yeah, for the exactly. people I care about. Exactly. Uh, That's priorities there. Let's go to Angel. Angel's on the line. Angel, what do you do when somebody knocks on the door? I hide. I absolutely do not answer the door. But if, you, I don't, if I'm not expecting someone. So my friends can come over anytime, but they just have to, like, text me or call course, me or something. Yeah, yeah. But if it's, and I have, like, two windows on each side of my door so people it's like a straight shot like if i'm in the kitchen or upstairs people could totally see me so if the doorbell rings i'll just like hide behind the corner hit the floor yeah hit the floor and then like sometimes they'll keep going i'm like i have stuff to do i need to go down the hall you know <laughs> but like i was a latchkey kid so like you don't open the door yes, to strangers, that's true because you know? there could be a guy with an axe like hey my car broke totally. down down the street and then five minutes later you're on 2020 it's okay. Totally. totally yeah, yeah. Get it. yeah. Okay, Angel, thank yeah. you for your call. But I also have to add this. She just said my friends are welcome anytime. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. My, not my friends. Yeah. Well, no. Again, my so the the one time I remember this happening uh, because I don't answer the door, and it was the dead of winter, and I heard knock, 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 and I was like, well, not answering that. Okay. Well, not answering that. And then I was like, okay, that's unusual. One of two things could be about to happen. I'm about to die or I'm going to have to see if it's someone I know. Because I feel like most of the time they do one or two knocks, they're gone. Yeah. If they kept knock, keep knocking. And in this case, it was a friend of ours who got locked out of her house. and It was like 30 below. So thank God I answered the door. But I knew it because, you know, she like went to town on the door. You're going to have to because... Otherwise, Honestly, you're not coming to the door. And at that point, I'm still going to peep through the, you know, the blinds. And if you're not known to me, I'm not opening that door. I, what? Do you, I mean, you are home alone. You're a lady home alone. Oh, stop it. Let's go to Linda. Linda. Linda, there's a stranger at the door. Do you answer it? Oh, my doing? gosh. I answer it. Right? Here's why, though. I answer it because... I had an aunt who didn't answer the door, and it was somebody trying to find out if anybody was home to break in. So she didn't answer the door because she didn't know who the person was, and they proceeded to burglarize her house oh, with her in it. And yeah. she had to run out of the front door. So oh. I answered the door now because of that with, of course, the screen door locked. So That's I feel smart. a little secure. That's smart. You know what my remedy to that would be is to just look out the door and say, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that way they know you're there, but you're still not opening the door. For sure. I've done that before. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, I've Linda. done that to people who are selling stuff because they'll be like, hi, can I talk to you about my uh, Scientology? And you're like, no, thank you. <laughs> 
We're devil worshippers. We're good. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Oh, sorry. We're gonna stick with this because uh, oh. we've got some callers. There's a stranger at the door. Do you answer it or not? Bradley does not answer it. Not even do you answer. And he doesn't what even, do you do? What do you do? Bradley doesn't even have any, like, you just are like, you Bye. don't even, you don't even hide. You don't even shut the shades. Some, You're just like, whatever. I, I will say I have done that in the past, but I have become more emboldened. I'm like, I am in my house and I have no obligation to you as a human being. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm afraid people are going to think I sound like that, so yeah. I answer the yeah. door. Yeah. And and who's living their best life right now? Oprah. You <laughs> taking out your checkbook for that. dolphins with no fins? Or me, who's watching Golden Girls and is pleased as pie? 651-641-1071. There's somebody at the door. What do you do? Deb, Michelle, and Chris, stay put. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, somebody's knocking on your door or ringing your doorbell what do you do this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that is bradley trainer we do two completely different things bradley is has been emboldened to not answer the door can i just say too and you do um can i just say the reason is i used to be the kind of person that always felt obligated like how how can you not answer the door? Right, because you don't want to um, be rude. Until I moved in with Jamie, and he was like, and I'd be like, the doorbell rang, and he'd be like, okay, and? And they'd be like, well, don't you want to get it? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, like, why not? Because he's like, well, because I'm not expecting anyone. And I'm like, but there's someone at the door. And so in my head, I was like, that's an option? Like, I didn't know that was an option. Right. You could just not answer your door. And so then I started practicing that myself, and now it's like so delightful. Because I don't have to feel guilt about not answering the door. I'm just like, no, there is no expectation that I am answering the door. And if it's somebody who knows me who's in, you know, crisis, they will scream my name, help, or bang on the door, and I will look through the peephole and decide whether or not I want to answer. Let's go to the phones. Deb is on the line. Hello, Deb. Deb, what do you do when somebody knocks on the door? I always answer it. And I can give three good reasons for it. Perfect. What are your three good reasons why you should answer the Ed door? Ed McMahon better not be one of them. Well, he's, he's knocking no. on a different door. Uh, at one point, I was a preteen being chased by a middle-aged man. He was trying to abduct me. And I pounded on, I ran to the next town and pounded on the neighbor, you know, a friend that I went to school with and her mom wasn't going to open the door. Oh, no. And I pushed past her so I could call my dad. The next one was an accident rollover with a 75-year-old trapped with a broken collarbone. Oh, my gosh. And he needed an ambulance. And another one was a house fire. Two little boys were trapped pounding on a second-floor window. Oh, my gosh. And they couldn't get out. And this was before cell phones. So um, just know that if you don't open your door, someone could die. You never know what's on the other side of it. Thank you, Deb, for your call. Okay, that just seemed a little severe. And I would like to just say that if somebody was banging and screaming help, uh, you know, Actually, that's not true. Like, I'm not going to lie just because I I don't want to sound like a horrible person. If somebody was banging and screaming on my door, I don't know that my first response would be to open the door. You might call 911 for yes, them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what do you need? 
through the door. I would not open my door because, again, you don't know. Right. Like I I can tell you that the first time I moved downtown uh, Minneapolis after, you know, living out in, you know, small town and suburbs most of my life that people would come up to me on, you know, the sidewalk and say, my car just broke down about a block away and I just need about $10 for gas. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, my friend's legs fell off two streets down and I need $100 to carry her over to the leg place. That happened to you. People are there to take advantage of you all the time. And so I had to learn the hard way after I'd given out like, you know, umpteen five, ten, twenty dollar bills like, oh, oh, that's a thing that people do. Mm. So if somebody was screaming, help, I'd probably say, like, do you need nine one one? What is your emergency? What kind of help do you need? Yeah, I would answer the door. Sorry, because then I just felt really bad when she said all those things. Michelle is on the line. Let's go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Somebody's at your door. What do you do? Hi, I answer the door with my barking big dog. Oh, Yes, it's a pizza man because yeah. then he's oh, I always in. open that door. You invite honey. him in, <laughs> Michelle. That's a good. That's a good one, though. Let the dog do the talking. Thanks, Michelle. And Chris is on the line. Hey, Chris, somebody's knocking on your door. What do you do? Hi, Chris. I, um, well, at three in the morning, I answered the door because I was not obviously not being smart, and uh, then I had to deal with a drunk woman who was sure she knew me. So oh. ever since then, I lost the screen door like all the time um, because I have kids at home too, and they will run and answer the door just to see who it is. And like, you're like, no, because they want money. I know, and then I have to walk away from these people who speak with foreign accents, just trying to get money to go somewhere, and I don't want to buy their magazines. So lesson learned: lock the door and uh, look through a bedroom window before you go answer it. Thank you, Chris, for your call. I, I, you know what? I have this bizarre story about somebody knocking on our door in the middle of the night. Oh, that's that's when you no, call nine one one. No, no, th- it's actually a bizarre story. My husband and I were sleeping. Um, Ollie, our eleven year old, was a little tiny baby. We were getting ready to move. Somebody knocked on the door. It was like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, we woke up. I said, why is there somebody at the door? And he looked out the window and the person who was standing that he could see was not anybody we knew. So then we, you know, went back, you know, into the room, shut the window. And we were like, what do you do? Somebody's at our door. We heard another knock and then it got more urgent. And then we looked out the window again. It was our neighbor. It was her friend who we didn't recognize who had been that Uh, we had seen. You know what happened? Locked out. A drunk person had rear-ended both of our cars that were parked on the street. One of them hit the other one. So one of them was crunched. The other one was wrapped around a tree. And then the drunk driver had run. Mm. We went to the door. I started laughing. Not because of that, like, whatever. Everybody was fine. I started laughing because both of our cars were near totaled. While We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... 
the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We were sleeping and we were going to be moving within two days. Oh my God. And I figure if you're going to laugh about it like, later, you should laugh about it now. I feel like now. emergencies aside... You know, like, I, I feel like you're going to know if there's something, you know, critical. But let's be real. Nine times out of ten, when there is somebody at your door, they are somebody that is either trying to get you to join uh, the Church of Scientology or some other organization. Mm-hmm. Or, Gift and by the way, cause. you know, by the way, if that's what they're supposed to do to, you know, check something off a list, go for it. I'm totally fine with you doing mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to be the person that, like, goes, get off! And I'm certainly not putting a sign up that's like, you know, those like passive aggressive signs that people put up like. like, No soliciting. We got a dog and it's going to eat you if you're not here. Or the guy. Okay, I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like that. (laughs) Yeah. So we have a no soliciting sign. Is that okay to have? I just think that's a little bitchy. But, you know, I, I get it. Why is that bitchy? Because like. Who wants to be solicited? Yeah, but if you have, isn't there nobody? No, and here's why. I used to go door to door. Yes, there is nothing that precludes. Okay, first of all, there are very few encyclopedia salespeople anymore. When somebody comes to say get money for clean water, that does not apply to them. Yeah, so that's not going to keep them from coming to your door. Is my point. I just don't want to buy somebody's knives. That's really it. I don't want anybody trying to push their yeah, knives. Yeah, well, they can't. And those people know better. So, sure, you might not get the nice person. vacuums. But the people that pans. are like, I am collecting money for dolphins with no fins, they're just going to keep coming to your door because there's a Supreme Court ruling, and I know because we used to have to tell people that when they'd get mad at us oh and try gosh. to get us off their front lawn. Well, thanks, everybody, for playing along. God, that that was, was just really... I'm still stressed out now. I'm still going to be answering the door. Don't answer the door! Don't do it! Holly, do you answer the door? You never told no, us. No, I don't answer the door, and I peer through the window, and I make sure that the person leaves the premises. Yeah. Bye! Just go know away. if you knock on my door, I'm probably going to come say hi. So, listeners, go to no, don't. 14982. <laughs> Is that my address? When we come back, we've got D-Bags. He's behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And um, we need to tell you about some D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, hey guys, I want to share some really new news for you guys. Some new news? Yeah, you have not heard this news yet. This okay. is not news? This is, yes, it is. It's, it's some big news. It is huge news. Uh, it is breaking right here. Okay, this tells me it's actually not, but go ahead. Khloe Kardashian has been trying to drop the baby weight. Um, we just talked about this yesterday. 33 uh, pounds. Thank you. I know. We've been talking about this ad nauseum. Well, now we're not the only ones talking about it, and neither is Chloe. You know who else is talking about it? Your mom. No, actually. In fact, my mother is not talking about it. Chloe's trainer... Uh, Don Brooks, who's also known as Don A. Matrix. Don A. Matrix? Yeah. Okay. Get it? Like, not Dama Matrix, it's Don A. Matrix. Matrix. I mean, 
Clever. Um, he has a really special trick that he uses in the gym to really get Chloe going and motivated. Oh, God. Can I guess? Because I oh, yeah. honestly don't know. Guess. <sighs> mm-hmm. He tells her how she's so fat and ugly and nobody likes her. No. Oh. Okay. He puts a crunch wrap supreme at the door and she's able to eat it after she works out. No. Mm-mm. He says, um, your man is getting some lady parts that aren't yours. No. Oh, okay. I, I give up. Okay. Well, here is Donna Matrix, the trainer of Chloe, talking about how he motivates her when she's really running out of steam at the end of a workout. Every time at the end of the workout, Baby True comes out to give her that extra boost she needs at the end. I kind of be using the baby as a tool to get her to do, to get her to do whatever I need her to do. He uses use the, the baby, baby as a tool to get her to do what whatever. I need her to do. In other words, I Donna think what I'm hearing there is that um, Chloe is motivated by uh, her do- by she's motivated to lose more weight and work harder in the gym by looking at her daughter. Which is, you know, sure, like my kids motivate me in lots of different ways also, right? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a trainer dangle them as a carrot before me to get me to work harder. Also, what's the motivation there that your kid's going to be like, you fatty? Yeah, or like, hey mom, you're so fat. Or, I mean, listen, and I know that there are some well-meaning people with gigantic, lovely hearts who are thinking... Well, that's rude. I mean, of course, like she's trying to live her best life and be fit and in shape for her daughter. No, she don't fool yourself. That is not her motivation. No, that has Chloe's, nothing to do with. No, yeah. I'm sure it has more to do with the fact that seeing her baby reminds her that she just had a baby and that oh she's God, trying I to feel lose so that weight. bad for that child. child me too. Because she's going to be like, you made me fat, you little. Yes. Thing. Exactly. Came out of me. I needed to be rid of that. Yeah, that's a. It's almost like when you know, like let's say I came over to your house for the weekend, and then after I, I left, you were like, "We." F- <laughs> yes, you would actually. <laughs> I've learned, but you like fumigated at the day I left. Yeah. Like, oh man, I just needed to fumigate <laughs> that place, and you're like, "Wait a minute, I came out of that place." Right. That's why there I needed to fumigate wrong. that. Yeah, that's exactly what I would feel if I were her child. I don't know if you ever do this, but <laughs> if when... I were, you know, an adult <laughs> in a child's body, <laughs> I don't know if you ever did this. But when I was young, like I had a lot of questions about what life was like when I was a baby before I could remember things. Right. So I'd ask my parents all the time, like, what was I like when I was little? And, you know, what kinds of things did we do? And I think about little dream or not dream true, little true Thompson she is going to have essentially a digital baby book. She has all the tools at her fingertips to go back and see like, what were my parents like when I was a little baby? Yeah. And here's what they're, what little, just let's all sit with this. Here's what little true Thompson is going to notice about her life when she was a little tiny baby. Her daddy had cheated on her mommy. Oh God. And then they had to go to therapy uh, to save the marriage. And everybody in the world had to know about it. Yeah. And then her mommy could not wait to get back in the gym because yeah. her mommy was so dissatisfied with her mommy's body because she had just carried little baby true. Okay. So that's really depressing. Thank you. I would like to lighten things up a bit. I wish you would. By hating on another uh, branch of the Kardashian family. 
Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott this time. I know you guys. Oh, you're so full of hatering to me. Well, it's I can't help myself. You and you're going to join the club when you, when I tell you the story. OK, uh, I want you to know that I found a headline that said the following. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott eat this classic snack, quote, like every night before we go to bed, unquote, end quote. OK, so um, in my head, when I see headlines like that, I'm like, oh, I must know more because I just know that it's going to be delightfully dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott eat this classic snack. So I know right there it's not going to be a classic snack mm-hmm. or if it is, it's anyway. And then, quote, like every night before we go to bed. So I must know more. Can you guess what their classic snack is before they go to bed? It's a classic snack. I'm going to say oh, peanut butter toast. I'm going to say ice water. Oh, you're actually very close. Oh, am I? Yeah. Well, it's hot. What did you say, Holly? Ice water. Oh, yeah. That would have been a really good one. But that's more <laughs> Chloe than Kylie. Um, Kylie doesn't have the same issues, I think, as Chloe does. She has different issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie and Travis are serious about this classic late night snack. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh. In the recent GQ video that accompanied their August cover story, they played a game called the Kylie Quiz to find out how well Scott knows his lady friend. <laughs> and the question was, what's your favorite food that I cook for you? Hyphen late night snack. Okay, first of all, this drives me up a wall. I don't feel like you, you don't cook, cook a peanut butter, butter and jelly, jelly sandwich. sandwich. Also, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich doesn't take talent because uh-uh. as I read on, it was like, okay, that's just dumb. Like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There's nothing unique about that. Wow. Fine. Okay. They eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So does about 90% of the rest of the world. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so it answers the question, peanut butter and jelly, but it gets so much better. Kylie Jenner says the following of her skills, cooking okay. skills, because mm-hmm. she's the lady in the relationship. She makes food for her man. <laughs> Quote, I'm a master peanut butter and jelly maker. Okay. Really? Oh, do you, what do you do? Are you able? Do you really put you that able? peanut butter on the bread? <laughs> I spread that I spread jelly. It. Nobody can spread that peanut butter like I can. Mm-hmm. I use real Wonder Bread. What? I am a master peanut butter and jelly maker. Oh. As Jenner says, as Scott nods. Quote, yes, she is. And then he responds with, he, uh, er, uh, oh, she says, he's not just saying that. Like, I'm really the best. I, what does that even mean? And he responds saying, yeah, it's like facts. It's the way the crust is cut off. <laughs> It's the way the crust is cut off. Aside from a perfectly crustless PB&J, Scott has other specifications for his ideal sandwich, made by his lady friend, including white bread. Jenner says it's a special kind, though, and she won't reveal which. It's also about the right ratio of smooth peanut butter to grape jelly with a diagonal cut. I take it really serious. Real serious. It's a real meal. It's something I request personally some nights before night night. 
No. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, how old is she? And she just said before night night? He said it because she's making him his peanut butter and jelly sandwich before they go to bed. Also, real serious. It's a real meal. It's something I request personally some nights before night night. Stop it. Make it stop. (laughs) No, I can't handle these people. The parents of five month old daughter Stormy say they first started eating peanut butter and jellies together when they were coming home from vacation together. And the flight attendant made them a bomb sandwich. A bomb bomb sandwich. sandwich? Wait, did you (laughs) see the flight attendant? (laughs) No. After that, I think we eat PB and J like every night before we go to bed. Despite faring a, shoot, a few tips from with the world, Scott would prefer that Jenner keep the rest of her peanut butter and jelly secrets to herself. When she offers to do a YouTube tutorial on the perfect PB&J, the antidote wrapper shoots down that idea. No, dude. First of all, we're not giving out my peanut butter and jelly recipe to you bleeper bleepers. I love that so much, but bleep that. There's not a recipe for peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The recipe is the name of the dumb yes. Like, how do you make peanut butter and jelly? I don't know. Take some peanut butter and some jelly and put it on a sandwich. I can't. I Before can't. Night <laughs> Can you imagine the lives of these people? And please understand this. At the end of all this, I will leave you with this parting thought, America. What? She is a billionaire. I know. You know what? Maybe but she is not too busy that she can't make peanut butter and jelly for her man. Before? Night night. <laughs> With no crust, diagonal. I'm sorry, there is nothing unique about cutting your peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a diagonal and taking the crust off. First of all, no crust is dumb unless you're 12 or 9. Also, Smuckers makes that dumb stuff. You it's called an buy- uncrustable. <laughs> you can just buy it in the freezer section. Yes, she probably does. And I he's know. like, this is the best. <laughs> I like to eat it before night night. night. (laughs) I'm sorry, I've lost my damn mind. That is the world we've created for ourselves. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott eat this classic snack like every night before they go to bed. A billion again to Bradley's point. Billionaire. Peanut butter and jelly. Night night. All right, when we come back, oh, you guys, (sighs) six five one six four one one zero seven one. Can we just, sure. can, can we, I'm sorry, uh, clean palette, give yeah. something away. Okay. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, because go ahead. Just go ahead. We'll do on-air producing off-air. Go ahead. Um, give I something just, away. Yeah, there's a pair of tickets to see Hairball with Cat Perkins. So um, what do we want to say? Caller number four. This is Cat Perkins at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, Saturday, September 1st at 730 and uh, these are general admission tickets. Okay, we'll be back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, maybe we can just call this a D-bag bonus or rather mm, a moment to convene the Gooper Scoopers on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, when we see something dumb that Gwyneth Paltrow is doing, we gather the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. That's just what they do. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Sco
Oh, it's always dumb. You know, we love to poke fun at Gwyneth Paltrow, of course. She is the purveyor of the lifestyle brand Goop. She makes it very easy. Yeah, and she's always like, hey guys, take this thing. It's made by nuns in a small uh, area of the world, and then you put it in your uh, pie hole, and it takes out the evil spirits and makes you healthy and gives you good bone structure. And then we make fun of it. Well, mm-hmm. she's up to her old tricks again. Uh-oh, what'd she do? This time, she's gooping all over student loans. Oh, excuse me. What does she? What does she know about student loans? Yeah, one wonders what Gwyneth Paltrow knows about student loans. But on their website, you know, she invites on an expert. And uh... hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gives them advice for paying off their student loans. The only thing I can think of is, I don't know, have you heard uh, about this game show where people are going to hopefully uh, win to get their student loans paid off? Yeah, this is a, oh, yeah, it's a terrible game show, by the way. Oh, well, we can actually listen to a little bit of it if you want. Do we want to? Yeah. Do we have it? We do. Okay. $24,272 in student loan debt. $42,017 in debt. $28,587 worth of student debt. Michael Torpy, my show Paid Off is the only game show working to end the student debt crisis. We asked 100 recent college graduates, what is the last thing you'd want your parents to find in your dorm room? Tierra. Use condom. Ew! <laughs> okay, so that's a little taste of Paid Off with Michael Torpy, season mm-hmm. one from True TV. So also, don't you maybe, feel terrible for the other people with that mountain of debt that it, are not win. getting any of yeah, it Yeah, they're going to get rice aroni They'll be fine. Um, it but is the San Francisco The only thing trade. I can think then is that perhaps Gwyneth Paltrow is like, well, we got to get on this student loan. Everybody is talking about the student loan. So let's have a goopy expert on to tell us how to pay off our you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt. And she does that. But I would just like to point out that the perhaps easiest way that Gwyneth Paltrow could uh, recommend her followers pay off their student debt is by not spending $320 on a dumb candle that's scented like hand-woven fabric from Chile. (laughs) Okay? Or a $2,200 Prada tote. Or a $41,295 jumpsuit. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for for forty one thousand dollars, you could pay off your student loans. This is you know I'm very animated today. I, you are. You have big feelings. Sorry. Um let them out right here. I do want you to know that I'm able to cuddle and, and speak softly on occasion too. Okay, don't no. Want me to hold please? You? Not really. Thanks okay. though. Come um over here. again, nope, I will not. I'll pet your hair. Nope. And moving on. So, but can I just also, I, can I just point a couple things out? Um, Gwyneth yeah. herself mm-hmm. attended a elementary school. Oh, well, most of us do. Called Crossroads School. Okay. In California. Yeah, she's a very privileged person. That cost $29,159. Dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Her elementary school did. Yeah. Okay. Um, to my knowledge, uh, well, she did later attend the University of California. 
She got the in-state tuition for it, mm-hmm. which is about fifteen thousand dollars. That's all actually of that, a steal. I know yeah. all of that pocket change for her. Well, and again, I mean, she has a ton of privilege, and it's not to say that people with privilege can't tell you uh, how to do some things. Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. But this is a woman who also calls, you know, thousand um, dollar items of clothing quote investments. So I don't know that I'm going to take advice on how to pay off my student loans, or at least that's not going to be my first go-to for my current student loan crisis. Like, oh, I know what I need to do. I just need to light a candle and deep breathe, and hopefully, you know, the chakras will realign my student loan debt. And wear my investment pantsuit. Yeah. Or put in my student loan yoni egg. (laughs) Student student loan. It's called a student loan egg. Student Yoni. Um, yes. No. So I. Again, Is that all I have to do to solve my student debt? Yeah. Just yes. shove one Holly, of those up there? Holly, I, can I, um, as as one who has been, uh, you were personally kind of nauseated by that game show where they were uh, paying off people's students lo- student loans. Yeah. 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 Um, as one who, I don't, I don't, I'm done with my student loans at the age no, of 41. Yeah. Okay. So. But I know that, you know, you're probably, Holly, and you went to a lot of school, right? Because you did grad school in the whole nine yards, mm-hmm. right? So you still are feeling the feelings about student loans. Yeah. And I say that as a person who went on a game show and paid off my student loans. Yes, yeah, with the game show. With the game show. That was not there to pay off your student loans, but that's why you use it. Now, would you, if you looked at the Gwyneth Paltrow guide to paying off your student loans, um, are you taking any of the advice there? No, for the same exact reasons that Bradley pointed Uh out, where it's like, yeah, okay, ooh, $320 sandals. Uh Fantastic. Uh Like, the amount of money that you would spend in one shopping spree on goop.com, you could probably pay off a quarter of your loans. If you're buying $60 a pop stickers to put on your body to remove bad uh, wavelengths, then you're, you're not paying off your student loans in a timely fashion. Actually, you know what I'm thinking? I actually... I think that is a great way to pay off your student loans. Start selling those stickers with wavelengths that are going to make people feel better on Goop. Yeah. Suckers born every minute. Exactly. Holly, all you got to do is think of something like that. Pitch it to Goop. You're good to go. I thought I'm going to feel bad for ripping people off. Yeah. Because we have a conscience. Yeah. Right. That is the problem. (sighs) And always has been the problem. (sighs) Hey, everybody, I want to remind everybody, Cat Video Festival coming up soon. You can, uh, of course, you can take a little peek at our little kittens on our cat cam, kitten cam. Um, They're growing up. All of the kittens that are named after your favorite MyTalk hosts. Um, But they're there to celebrate the fact that Cat Video Festival is coming up. And all you need to do to to get your tickets for it is go to mytalk1071.com. In fact, you don't even have to enter the keyword. You will be able to click right through right there on our front page. Uh, Cat Video Festival. Tickets are on sale now. It is August 8th and we want to see you there uh, to check out all those hilarious cat videos. Now we need callers to play a little game you're not going to win anything but it's going to be fun 651-641-1071 we are going to play a game called be arthur or bs-er be arthur or bs-er are these true or false facts about be arthur after this on my talk 1071